What's up, guys? We're here at 11 with 11, and we've got Twin, a.k.a. Ray Totem. Hey, what's Say what's up. How you been? How you been, everybody? It's your boy. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Let's do, um, I like to start out with this one. What's your biggest influence for your music? My biggest influence for my music is probably going to be like, you know, I want to say everything, uh, just life in general. I really love being influenced by other musicians as well. I grew up with like Carlos Santana, Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of pop punk music, um, you know, yeah. Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, regular yes, shit sir. that every kid in, in middle school listens to. Um, and then as I got older, transitioned to hip hop and R&B, you know, my first album I stole from my sister's room was like a college dropout, you know what I mean? Bump that <laughs> shit on my walk-in. <laughs> Definitely, oh. you know. Okay, okay. Um... We'll do something along the same lines. Um, where's that other question that I had? Um, well, who, uh, who, like, who, who nowadays do you think inspires you to do music, or is it kind of more not really inspired? You just listen to music, and then you you're just inspired by your everyday. Because you say, like you said back in the day, you list, started listening to a lot of stuff, so you probably mm-hmm. just always listen to music yeah uh, it's definitely something I, I mean I've fallen off a lot uh, recently trying to listen to music and shit like I've realized that like it really is something that you have to to do every day to fully get your you know to have your head uh, uh, to have ha- have it ha- to be fully wrapped around it you know what I mean you mm-hmm. have to be fully submerged so I've recently really been trying to just play anything like I have in my car right now I like to listen to KBU or KMHD like uh, mm. 98.1 something about jazz right now and classical mm. music is super influential to me I don't know what it is like I'm not making very, jazz music but it's very musical it is, there's yeah. a lot that goes into jazz it's and blues it's super and stuff. emotionally it's provoking and it reminds me of when I like look at a piece of physical art that's what jazz does for me. So I've been recently listening to a lot of jazz. I like to stay um, inspired by um, keeping kind of like a soundtrack going throughout my daily life so that when I'm living life, I'm going out and I'm doing things and getting stuff done. I ha- constantly have music playing in the background. It kind of feels like I'm in a movie. You know what I mean? And then okay. when I come home, I have those memories of times when when the beat perfectly hit when I was taking the exit or something. And for some, and, and the hue of light was cast through the trees perfectly. And it just gives <laughs> me that, like, it just I gives me that. a push, you know, something to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm triggered creatively. Okay, that's... That's that's a long answer, but it's yeah, a good answer. Um, Twelve minutes with eleven. <laughs> there, all right. We're gonna we're gonna screw that one up. Um, all right. Do you work with a lot of other artists, or do you just mainly do you, or like maybe back in the day versus now? Like, what what are your kind of? Yeah, I used to really try to do as much um, collaborative work as possible, but as of recently. It's just been me on my dolo shit. Like as I've grown mm-hmm. into a young adult, I've really spent a lot of time in solitude, and it's helped me. Uh, it's helped me grow as a person. It's helped me grow emotionally. It's helped me grow uh, mentally as well, and okay. also helped me grow in my music. But m- as of re- so, as of the past, I I did a lot of work with LSP, Last Space Grow. Uh, pardon me, Last Space Program. program. Um, I was like, I knew that one. Yeah, you know, Banshee, <laughs> Mochi, Logan, Kalpa, um, Lucy. Uh, we got uh, Tomorrow. I got a ghost before, you know, he fell off the map. It's still my boy, though. Um, and uh, a bunch of, you know. I do miss him. <laughs> yeah, same. A bunch of local PDX people and stuff. And sometimes a bunch of SoundCloud cats as well. But, oh, yeah, true, yeah true. recently it's just got to, it's really been on, I've been on my individual, like, growth mission, just trying to really find my sound and, you know, and yeah. dive into it completely. Okay, good, good. Um, so with with that, I heard you kind of talking more like, you know, mental and, and you know all that other growth. So mm-hmm. this is another question that might be on top of that is, 
where is your favorite place to write and create, mm. like, your music or whether art be, you know, like, nah, where, where's that favorite question. place, you know? Definitely. Uh, I, for In the past, when I was a youngster and I just started coming up and making music, I used to stay up all fucking night and make music, and I found that, like, for me, one of the golden hours... It's like 3 to 5 o'clock in the morning, bro. I don't know what it is about 3 a.m. to 5 a.m., but, like, when you're alone and this whole world is just fucking asleep and it's silent, Uh, your brain is just, like, I feel like I can really, like, get a a stronger ping from, like, the connection of wherever creativity is coming from when I put up my little signal booster at that time. But really, for me now, it's, like, I want to say first thing in the morning, I like to wake Mm -hmm. up, have it still be calm. I get up around 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and then I'll just sit there, drink a fat glass of water, have some tea or coffee, and then I'll force myself to write two or three songs before I eat breakfast. So the feeling of having an empty belly and, like, you know, quiet, sleepy eyes is like mm-hmm. really inspirational for me and then um by the time i've created the first or second song i have that per- push to make the third because i'm like i'm starving you know i just want a piece of toast and yeah. i just buckle down <laughs> knock that shit out and it always comes out to be like it's almost tear-provoking when i work in the morning to be honest okay. like you know I, I always say this about every rapper artist singer musician it was like if you're not cry- if you haven't cried busted out in tears making something bro you really aren't an artist because like if that shit doesn't emotionally touch you even if yeah. you don't have to be rapping about like oh my life's so hard this is the pain i go through it's like i could just be i can hear it bro you can hear yourself and be like i'm the fucking one nigga i'm the shit bro i don't know <laughs> what it is about that feeling but no i mean the motion behind the music is why we create yeah. music i mean it's it's what our sto- stories anything like that it's that's what it is it's emotion definitely and that's why music will never die never dude and I'll never be out of a job you oh. feel me well maybe <laughs> um, that's fine though pass the torch to the youngin uh, entrepreneurs don't just you know quit jobs they find other things exactly. to do exactly we make um, more jobs exactly <laughs> um, let's do this one because I know I know you like this one does fashion coincide with your music mm. or and how or if it does or do you just like fashion or like you know, at first, I didn't use. I, I used to not be able to see the lines that were connecting the two until uh, I moved to New York. Mm. I think I think it was about 2018, 19. That's a fashion spot right there. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so when I moved out there, my initial goal was to just get coverage and get heard with my have my music heard. Um, mm-hmm. And so I started to branch out into other uh, forms of media and artistic endeavors to be able to gain a bigger audience, a bigger following. And one of the things that helped me branch out was actually uh, fashion. It was modeling. I had a bunch okay. of uh, fashion designer homies. Um, one to be mentioned would be Leon Hernandez, owner and founder of O'Hara's. Okay, um, cool. He's an amazing creative director and photographer, videographer. He set me up with a lot of my first gigs and got me in some really fly shit behind, uh, in front of some really dope photographers. And I got to do a really... I did some shit for like an Adidas campaign through my homie Aiden out there as oh, well. Oh, yep. Shout out uh, Aiden. Shout out Aiden. It's fine photography. It's a good dude. Um, but yeah, man, I, I used to not be able to see the lines that coincide between the two but there definitely is a parallel world you know they do work hand in hand especially with nowadays music being so visual with uh, vid- oh, yeah. videography photography and our Instagrams and social media platforms people want to see Pe- people want to see what you're wearing mm-hmm. what you're looking like and the, and the aesthetic that you can build through, exactly. your, through your brand so I definitely believe that uh you know, it's it's got a big thing to do with it. It is hard. Coming fit is good. Coming fit is hard. It, it I mean, it is good. It, it, it is hard to keep up with the da- the daily trends because one of my favorite things about fashion is that 
you can watch something die and be reborn within a year, man. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like it's oh, yeah. literally necromancing, bro. How like ripped jeans. When I was a little boy, bro, I used to, my mom had a pair of Calvin Klein ripped jeans. She used to always try and squeeze me and I'd be like, no, I don't want to rock those. Like I look, I look poor. I look this. I was always about looking fly and shit when I was a little boy. But I guess like 10 years before I was born, those little Calvin Klein jeans were the fly shit to be worn, ripped up. And then as soon mm -hmm. as I got into middle school and I had my own sense of style, I wasn't looking at like MTV and shit. I, like I turned around, I, I asked my mom, I'm like, were those ripped up Calvin you know, it's it's beautiful to see our trends die and then be reborn every oh, yeah. other year. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Just, it's just, it's the creative process it's, of it. It's you know? amazing, bro. So it's like, you know, keep. I'd like to keep all my threads, bro. I'll wear, wear something until it's done and then wait until five more years when it's dope again. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Let's do, um, we'll do a couple more. Make it short. Come on. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> this guy can talk. So my if you bad. ever get in a conversation with him. I'm going to keep it going. He's a good talker, though. He's a good talker. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. So, uh, what do you love about going to the studio? What's your favorite thing? I really love being able to uh, to be myself. Um, a lot of I used to growing up. I had a big problem with uh, making other people happy. I used to always try. I'd walk into a room and be whoever they wanted me to be, and I was really good at that. I was really good at acting. Um, okay. When I come into the studio and I'm behind the mic, I, I'm I'm myself a thousand percent because I can't lie to myself about the music I make. Right. Mm -hmm. So, like when I make music, I like to be completely honest because it's the only thing you know that i have dear to me so of course i'm going to treat it with respect and be honest to it and have okay. a kind loving relationship with my music and so in doing so i get to be here be myself you know let that shit just explode and then it helps me grow into myself and outside settings as well okay good good um let's do okay Let's see if I can squeeze this. We'll just do this one because then you can you can elaborate the whole shit on it because I like this question. Hell yeah. If you can go back to when you were 11, what would you tell yourself now? Oh, Lord. Be I specific. Would, yeah, I would. <laughs> if I could go back and tell little 11-year-old Ray Toad, I'm also known as Twin Flame, also known as 3550. You know, I got, I'd have told every single one of, every single version of me that you're going to be fine, man. And just... Take a deep breath and remember where you came from and where you want to go because it's going to help you map out your path. You know what I mean? It's like uh, I wrote some shit recently. It's like uh, when, you, when you catch up to the money, don't forget about your soul. Got to map out where you're from to figure out where to go. You mm. know what I mean? It's like yep. it's mm -hmm. just I would tell myself to just trust the process and and be thankful for all of your trials as much as you are for your triumph because, um, you know, there would be no happiness without sadness, and it's just as beautiful as a, a, a rainy day. is just as beautiful as a sunny day. You just have to oh, look yeah. at it differently, you know? Exactly. Um, I guess on top of that, like, what, um, musically, were mm -hmm. you doing any music then at 11? Would you tell yourself anything musically about that as well as, I mean, life is way more important than music, but it can it can direct us into our music. What would you say musically-wise at 11? Definitely. So I've been writing and... Um, making lyrics since i was about like nine so okay. um back then i was i was making more like parody rap just because that's like <laughs> i was a skater and so any rap song i would hear i just turn it into like a skate version of that but um the first time i really took it seriously is my grandmother on my father's side had got shot and um had passed away unfortunately and i remember like drawing a little picture of an angel and like wrote a song for her and stuff and and i remember it like really captivated me it made me I, that's again with the emotion it, made, it drew emotion out of me and that's when i realized like i want to chase this feeling um and so i would i would go back and tell myself that just to have to be more open-minded to take myself less seriously and 
and um, to expect failure, you know, yeah. because a lot of us, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of us, just, <laughs> we think, you know, shit's going to be sweet and then we get super discouraged when it's not. But like what you're supposed to do is just when shit gets hard, you're supposed to get stronger. Exactly. That's it. Well, that was awesome. I didn't get a lot of questions answered, hey, but <laughs> we can do another one next time eventually. Yeah, I'd love to, man. Um, anything you want to say before you leave? You know, uh, shit, everybody, I hope you have an amazing, amazing year. And if you're listening to this, I want to thank you so much for supporting both of us, not only me, but also Eleven Studios. He's a good hey. man here. <laughs> Zach has been holding it down for the artists out here for a really long time. And I just want to say thank you so much to everybody out there that's yes, ever listened to my music or ever plans on listening to it. I got a lot more coming out soon. I we ain't telling I you anything. You down. Yeah, nothing, nothing. <laughs> All right, we out. It's going to be 11 with 12 minutes, or 11 with 12 minutes, or 12 minutes with, whatever. (laughs) My bad. Peace out. (laughs) Peace.